Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Shout out to Jordan Love. Is it a bad sign when your quarterback can't talk shit properly there's no way he was telling bears fans that there's daddy he's gonna be out there scoring touchdown yeah daddy that's what you get (laughs) daddy chill Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to New Heights. Hello. Presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment, brought to you by our friends at Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> pound for pound, undisputed best shot in America. Yeah, baby. We are your hosts. I'm Travis Kelsey. This is my big brother, Jason Kelsey. And uh, New Heights comes to you every single Wednesday, or at least we try and get it to you every single Wednesday. Subscribe on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts and follow the show on all social media platforms at New Heights Show with one S. To find out when exactly we're coming out with these podcasts and much, much more. Jason, tell the people what we got coming up. Trav, we got another great episode. We're going to get to some of our favorite new beer bowl submissions. Going to touch on some Chiefs locker room material, courtesy of the Bengals. And we're going to get out of the house at tight end U. Out of the house. But before we get to all of that. Out of the house. As always. As always. New news. New news. First bit of new news. We won an award. (laughs) New Heights. What did we win? We're the winner of best sports podcast at the 2023 hashtag sports awards. That sounds like a hashtag uh, sports awards. I'm not sure what that is. It sounds like a social media uh, driven (laughs) award show. So I guess we can thank Jets Jake for that one. The uh, manager of all our social accounts. Way to go, Jets Jake. Jets Jake. Hey, give it up for Jets Jets Jake. Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things are looking up. Jets Jake's helping win awards. And the Jets are looking good. And the Jets are looking better than they were last year. Probably got more promise than they've had since Mark Sanchez was there. Yeah, don't let it get to your head. Let's see. Jake. The full nominee list. We had knuckle. We beat out Knuckleheads, Kyle Brandt's basement. Stacking okay. pennies with Corey Lejeu. I don't know how to say that. Lejeu. The Dan Lebetard show with Stu Gatz. Stu. And through the Wire podcast, we beat all of them. I'll tell you what, that's pretty cool. That's Knuckleheads, a pretty good list. Big fan to, of Knuckleheads. Big fan yeah. of Kyle Brandt. The Dan Lebetard show has been doing this shit for a long, long time. For sure. Dan and Stu Gatz are, uh, yeah, our pros in this world. Pretty awesome. So. Yeah, and through the wire. So I mean, yeah, being able to even be in the uh, in the names of them, man, that's pretty freaking sweet. But uh, thanks for the award, and shout yeah. out to Jess Jake, baby. Best spot, best sports podcast of the year is what we won. Uh, the biggest question I have is, are we even a sports podcast anymore? <laughs> Who are you name a sports podcast that gives Twilight reviews? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is this podcast? Is it a sports this podcast? Is, this is just some shit. You know what I mean? This yeah. is just some shit to listen to. It's just a brother podcast. No, oh, the bro. Oh, just brother, brother podcast. Just a brother. Just a good. I'll tell you what, if, if there's a best brother podcast of the year, we winning that one too. I think we're winning that one. There might be Who's some people. There? I don't want to. I don't want to bring anybody else news, out there. There could be some NFL brothers that jo- join into the uh, the podcast world. Watt as well. brothers talking about coming on in. 
I heard. I don't know if we should, you know, tell the world that because I don't know if they uh, they want us to. But um, yeah, no, I, I heard released they might. publicly. I thought that's how we found out. Who else? I mean, Eli and Peyton, but that's not really a podcast, right? That's just no. That's just it's Monday show. Night Football. Yeah. My, that's the big. <laughs> that's the big leagues right there. <laughs> that right now, they um, probably they got they got an award for that one. I'll tell you what, Emmanuel Acho came out with one of my favorite segments ever during the uh, Super Bowl this year. Ach- the uh, the Kelsey okay. Super Bowl. The Kelsey. Kels Bowl. There we he, go. Um, he talked about how it was uh, the Super Bowl brothers. Super Bowl. He brothers. talked about how Jason and Travis Kelsey, the brothers. Yeah, the brothers are. He started listing accolades and all these things, where we were from and what we had in common, and, and then he would go to the to the brothers. Brothers. And he would talk about. We were talking talk about, about the two black quarterbacks playing in the National Football or gotcha. the uh, Super Bowl. Yeah. And they would go back and forth from the brothers to the brothers. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love that fucking skit. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my friends all we're all like uh we're all brothers of like growing up. Like we all either had an older brother or a younger brother. Yeah. And so we we just call ourselves the good brothers. The good yeah, brothers. The good brothers. <laughs> the good brothers. Does that make me a bad brother? No, no, no. That makes you the other brother. The other brother. <laughs> like the other guys. All of, all of our brothers, yeah. Well, shout out to Ach. Ach was a teammate of mine in Philadelphia for a number of years. Glad well, shout to out see to all the brothers. He's, he's doing great. Shout out to all the brothers. It. Yeah. That's all the good, good brothers out here, baby. And the other brothers. More new news, uh, in, or actually more award new news. Trav, you've been submitted for an Emmy by SNL. As a guest comedy actor, best comedy yeah. actor. I was submitted with, I think, like 10 other guest uh, actors. And I think they actually uh, submitted 10 other Pascal. SNL guests. Yes, excuse me. I mean, no, listen, SNL, I mean, that's SNL the king. I, I wonder how many of the nominees are from SNL every year. Because, I mean, that's the that's the king of guest that comedy. That is. Yeah, you're right? right. It is. It is. The only problem I have with it is that it's not guest comedy, like guest comedian. It's guest comedy actor. Is actor an appropriate title for Travis Kelsey? Um, yeah, I'm in. I, I mean, I'm in a few TV shows, and you are uh, in made, that. Made, an, made an appearance true. in a few other. Uh, are you in the you Screen know? Actors Guild? I don't even know what the fuck you just asked me. It's a it's a <laughs> union for actors. Uh, I guess yes. Yeah, I guess I'm in there. I think I'm legitimately in there. I think I had to fill out something when I went on. It's, it's always, always sunny. sunny. Yeah. That was a great episode. And they were like, hey, we need you to fill this out so we can give you your $10. And I was like, guys, yeah. I don't care that much. And like, will you please just fill the paperwork out, Jason? I'm like, all right, fine. All right, all right. I'll do it. No, I'm, Actually, I guess uh, I'm we definitely are in that too. Right. Yeah. No, we are actors. We're actors. We're, all right. That's cool. There are 140 total names in the running, which will... Uh, be um chopped down to six six nominees so not quite nominated um still gotta beat you know 95 percent of the uh the field there but um just to get nominated but i'll take it yeah. man it's an honor for snl to submit that knowing that i'm the biggest creep in I the mean, in the world man i mean dude nobody just can play out, a creep better than me check out the other names <laughs> from snl I'm you were nominated son of a gun huh? I mean, it's, that was my favorite skip by far dude check out the other names you were nominated with this is the company you're in for this award just on the nominees from snl miles teller Killed shout it. out to miles big time eagles fan shout out to big time miles, friend man. love miles uh, love you miles brendan gleason dave Chappelle, yeah, steve well, dave. martin and martin short Martin Short? 
Austin cool. Butler, Michael B. Jordan, Pedro OG. Pascal, and then Pedro OG. And then obviously we have Travis Kelsey. Just that is guy. an unbelievable list yeah. of comedians yeah. slash actors that you're in there. Read with. read all read all those again and tell me which one doesn't belong. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I guess we'll see if you make it through the next round. <laughs> Come on, man. What Come non-sports on. award would you most like to win? Well, the only one that I'm, that I'm up for is the Emmy. Emmy. So, I mean, that's the one I want to win. That's, that's the only one that I'm I'm eligible for. Yeah, I mean, I guess if we're going, if outside we're sticking. The, outside the podcast world, I'm pretty sure there's a fun podcast award that we might be up for. That's right. Sometime. But if not, well, I mean, we're already up for one. We just won one. <laughs> yeah. Well, that wasn't necessarily us. That was just Jake. Very true. All right. Yeah. I think uh, if I'm going EGOT, like the EGOT, like the, the, Ooh, the those yeah. ones. Yeah. I heard um, about those. I would, I would probably say Grammy because I feel like Grammy is, I don't know. I feel like I've always wanted to be a rock star at heart. So I'd, I'd, I'd love to do that. You didn't get nominated for best Christmas album. I don't think that, that they give Grammys out for best Christmas album, but if they do, and I wasn't nominated, I'm a little bit they upset. Fucking because, better. Yeah. All righty. More new news. Ocean drive beer bowl update. That's Talk right. The biggest baby. news. If you are watching this episode is entries for the beer bowl are now closed. That's right. We want to thank everyone. Every one of you that submitted, we got over hundreds. This is crazy. It's unbelievable. How many people submitted videos and wanted to be a part of this? Of people are over at the shore. Golly. Well, I mean, we got submissions from people in Kansas city, from Philadelphia, from all over the place. Um, so it's not just exclusive to the shore though. The vast majority of them were from the Jersey Shore. So, yeah, thank you to everyone that submitted. We loved all of the videos. Unfortunately, we got to narrow this down to a 16-team tournament, and we've already done that. So um, let's see some more uh, videos of submissions that uh, we just had to share with you guys before Beer Bowl, June 28th. First one we got is from Tom Chomp. I'm ready to roll if they need me. I'm 26 years old. I'm ready to roll. I played two years. Varsity. I'm in the best shape of my life. It's team two years varsity. This video made the rounds in the uh, Philadelphia scene, and uh, it does not disappoint. Right from the get-go. 15,000 views. Two years varsity, baby. Two years varsity. This guy's got great energy, great video editing skills. Dude, if you got good energy, I mean. That's what we're about. That's what we're all about. Got the little guy making sure he finishes his food. His son finds the beer bowl. Um, I guess it's like a Team fortune guy. spaghetti. Spaghetti Finds it fortune. in the fortune spaghetti. And that's when it dawns on him. It's time to compete. Listen. So that's a good, powerful team right there. Team two years varsity. Next up, I mean, this came out right after last week's video, so it didn't make it on the last week's show. But the Savage American Eagle, I mean, from Kevin Savage, this video does not disappoint. Big time American theme. We're all about America here on the New Heights podcast. Dude, ripping it on the guitar. I just love that they have an actual eagle that they chug beers out of. Eagle up. The USA baseball jersey. That's my that's my steeds right there. Yeah. Big fan of these guys. They're gonna be uh repping the red, white, and blue force at the beer bowl in twenty twenty three. Steven Bryan. Congratulations, boys. And then we got our last one we're gonna highlight on this show. Uh from Andrew McPhillin. Is that a real name? 
<laughs> Andrew McFillin? That can't be real, right? McFillin. Nah, man, that's 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 An- that's Andrew McFillin. That's not a real name. I don't know what his real name is, but Andrew, it's the Birds of War. <laughs> yeah, baby. These are some gnarly outfits. I mean, the Birds of War. Fucking drawn in abs. What's up, Jason? Travis, the ninety percenters. I'm Mike McFillin, and I'm Ryan McFillin, and we are the, the Birds of War. This guy's ooh, so with the good. bald eagle, the bald eagle on the fucking the yoga. Ooh. Can't thank these guys enough for coming with the Birds of War theme. This is going to be iconic. Look at the keg curls. Gosh. The keg curls. The McFillins, man. The Birds of War. Let's fucking go. The McFillins. We're going to McFill your cup up at the 2023 Beer Bowl. All right, get, your birds of, get the Birds of War ready to go. All right. We have started to reach out to all the teams. So please, if you've submitted, check your email and DMs. We can't wait to see you guys in Beer Bowl at Sea Isle City, New Jersey. If you do not end up being one of our winners, don't worry. We're going to be doing a variety of fan contests next season. This is not the last one. We're going to be Never, doing these. Not a chance is the last one. I can't wait. I can't wait to <laughs> screw around with it's you guys so much. It's going to be all, all season long. Next <laughs> year. We, I mean, yeah, but this one's for $50,000. That's right. This, this one's for 50000 it's about 000. to be fucking and Epic. it's probably going to be won by a degenerate. So I guess we'll find I out mean, who that is. Judging by the submissions, <laughs> submissions, it's a degenerate is definitely about to win. All righty. If you want, uh, if you want to donate to the Eagles Autism Foundation, there's a link in the description of this video. Don't forget the top 30 donors will still get a chance to attend the beer bowl on June 28th in Seattle city, New Jersey. It is going to be a tight room because of all the uh, cameras necessary to film and the show taking place. So it's going to be hard to get there. Uh, but one of the ways you can guarantee entrance is by donating to the Eagles autism foundation and being a top 30 donor. Don't forget top 30 donors also get a plus one. So it's not just you, you plus one automatic entrance into the show. Automatic. All righty. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's move on to some fan art. That's hey. right. We got some fan art, Jason. Okay. Um, oh, I our saw friend this one. Uh, yeah. Aaron Norris there we go. threw it up on Twitter. Aaron created an oil on canvas painting. I'll tell you what, this is a pretty good this is a pretty good oil on, on the canvas. Just one thing stands out, Jason. What stands out? Uh, my enormous paw that's Why on your arm. Why the fuck is this guy's hand so goddamn big? I mean, dude, no wonder got, you have troubles. No wonder you have troubles snapping the fucking ball. You're like Shaq <laughs> trying to shoot a free throw, man. 
This dude can't, he can't grab anything. Dude, uh, I, first no of touch. all, incredible talent. It's actually quite amazing. It yeah. is. I, it looks like I had a turtle shell on, but other than that in your hand. Well, that's what your pads look like. Aaron, I mean, Aaron really nailed this, I thought. I thought it was really, really good, especially my like very well-groomed beard and hair. Really knocked this one out of the park. The hand is the one thing. That's the only thing I really see. Dude, it's enormous. It's an enormous hand. It, it Honestly, the only thing I can think of is for anybody that was born in the late 80s or really 80s in general, I think, um, the movie Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, uh, where... The bad it was like guy, the clerks at the end. two or something like that, right? Yeah, the bad. No, it wasn't clerks. This is like a separate spinoff from the clerks series. Okay, but there was like a a bad guy in the movie at the end, but he wasn't a real bad guy. He was like a bad guy in a movie, but then he ended up being a bad guy. Anyways, it was played by Mark Hamill's, uh, you know, Luke Skywalker, and mm. he, for some reason he had a giant hand. In the first, the only thing I can think of when I see this is that character. I forget <laughs> what his name is. It's crazy um, how you fucking connect dots in your head, man. Yeah, it it's is very it obscure. Bl- it blows my mind. I, I feel like maybe 0.4% of the people listening to this are going to get that reference, and that's probably being generous. Fan mentions of the week, the 92 percenters want more movie reviews. I think this is an, uh, a nod to uh, the Twilight. Let's see. From at Inca Colac. Um, 239. Uh, seriously, top tier recap of the Twilight series. <laughs> Thanks, Inca Collectum 239. We need more movie reviews. What series should Jason do next? What do you think, Trav? Got anything off the um, top of your head? Off the top of my head. Give maybe, me... maybe one that you can partake in too, so you don't have to just take your headphones off midway through the review. That review was so ass. <laughs> um, give us your, give us your, uh, not your Rocky. Uh, review. Give us your Creed review. You want that now? <laughs> I thought I thought we were gonna like put this to like a fan vote and figure out what we're gonna do for. In the, I need to watch. I I've seen the first. Did, was it Creed three that just came out? I feel like I've seen the first two Creeds. I mean, how about we just let the ninety two percenters tell us what movies they want us to review, and then me right. and you have to watch the movies and give a review. This is fun. All right, let's do it. You in? Let's do it. I think that's a good bit. This is a new segment. All right. The 92 percenters movie review. Let's uh, let's do uh, let's not just limit it to like ones that have like sequels or ones that have like multiple. You don't want to just do series or sagas? No, No, I don't. Because most of the sagas are fucking puns. It's it's more more uh, time watching it, too. Yeah, a lot. Well, I mean, we don't have a choice. It's it's whatever this the ninety two percenters whatever the ninety two percenters want. We're gonna get you. So if, they, if they do, um, what's the movie? Ernest. If they do the entire <laughs> series of Ernest movies, <laughs> Dude, there's only one Ernest movie, man. Which one's your favorite Ernest movie? The Halloween one, man. Halloween one, dude. That one used to be that terrifying. Was, dude, I the was, monsters in that one were fucking. They were trolls. That was whatever. I was legitimately terrified of trolls. I don't even know if that was what they were called, but the Ernest. Oh, man. I, I think Ernest has a bunch. Uh, 
There's a football Ernest one. I don't even remember what that one's called. Like Ernest goes back to school or some shit. <laughs> God damn it. There's a there's an Ernest is that in is jail a one. A uh, dude. Ernest in jail, dude. He he was ripping him out range. there for a little bit. He had some range. He bro. had range. He, he was, was the same character in every movie. But that character had range, what, Ernest, bro. Ernest went through some shit. Ernest is just the American version of dude, Mr. The football Bean. one. Like, he was like, he did, he did, he was in like the marching band. I remember that, dude. That's what you just say. He's just the American version of Mr. Bean, bro. <laughs> like the only reason he dude, was even Mr. good was Bean. just his facial expressions he made. Yeah, he was wacky with it, dude. It was crazy. Shout out to the Bean. God, I gotta watch that with. I wonder if Wyatt would appreciate an Ernest movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, you want to scare to death. Alrighty. More fan mentions from Jane Maida 4526. 4526. Uh what? He didn't talk about the super baseball game in the Twilight movie. Oh man. Listen, there's a reason I didn't talk about it. That's because it had no impact in the movie whatsoever. I described the entire series and saga and hit on all the important parts and left out one of the most unimportant uh I mean, just having zero to do with the movie portions of the of of the series. How do we get kids that like sports to watch the movie? Exactly. How can we, you know, how can we coax people into this? Let's bring baseball into this vampire werewolf mashup with uh, America's greatest pastime, baby. I mean, it just doesn't even make sense. Like the vampires are so fast. Like baseball would be a game that wouldn't even appeal to them. So they wouldn't even be playing it in the first place. I just think it's ridiculous that they even had it in the, in the movies. Everybody salivates over it. I thought it was terrible. And, uh, I'm, I'm, there's a reason I left it out. Super baseball game in twilight was super buns. That's right. All right. We're going to get back to the show in a second, but right now we need to shout out our partner. Fireball. Fireball takes that? any event to the next level, baby. Yeah, like baby. throwing out the first pitch of the baseball game. <laughs> Fireball's iconic cinnamon flavor tastes fire and goes down easy, mm. making it the ultimate crowd pleaser. Trav, why is it the number one shot in the country? You know, it's the number one shot in the country because it sells the best. And... Uh... <laughs> And gas stations and liquor stores across the country can't keep it on the shelf. God damn. People are just throwing these things back, baby. Those fireball shooters. You don't need no shot glass with them, baby. It just cracks open and you knock it back. Jason, are you a big fireball guy? Huge. It's the number one shot in the country for a reason. Just crack it and enjoy it. You can purchase fireball wherever you get your fine spirits. Hmm. Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health. You might not believe this, but I actually take AG1 every day. Why did you start taking AG1, Jason? I gave AG1 a try because as an NFL player, I needed a single solution that supports my entire body and covers my nutritional basis every day. Wait, so if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1. And get a free one-year supply of vitamin D. Hey! Get you some of that vitamin D, dog. And you can get five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase, man. Go to drinkag1.com slash new heights. That's drinkag1.com slash new heights. Check it out. Vitamin D. Mm, Travel packs. 
Moving on to some no dumb questions. Oh, my favorite part. Because everybody knows there's no dumb questions, just dumb, dumb people. people. And no dumb questions is brought to you by our friends <laughs> at Accelerator. Ew. I've drank all this one. I'm going to get another hey, one. Shock. The fridge that just happens to be behind me. Wow, you got a lot in there. Yeah. And it's always stocked. You never forget to go to the grocery store once. What'd you just pull out? Berry lemonade. So... I will uh, energize myself with this all-natural, no-sugar energy drink. <laughs> Get them neurons firing mm. and the blood turn. Plant-based thermogenics. Yeah, baby. So we got an email from Aubrey Grover. The subject line was, help us avoid a divorce. Ooh. Ooh, looks like you're in headed for a for divorce. The- <laughs> 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 let's, let's hear it, Aubrey. Please help my husband and I settle a 13-year-long debate that might cause a divorce. All when right. showering. No pressure. Is it acceptable Do you have kids? to use shampoo conditioner to wash your body? My husband is convinced that the only way to properly clean one's body is to use actual body wash. But I say that washing your body with shampoo conditioner is perfectly fine. Help us settle who the dumb one is in the relationship, please. Much love, Aubrey. Well, Aubrey. Yeah. Thanks for your submission. To side with the male on this one, but... What? Are you serious? You what? have to use body wash. You don't use. You've never been washing your hair and just taking the suds and wash the rest of your body. That have hair on them, so I could wash the hair. But if I want to wash my body, I'm using the body wash. Listen, people, I don't even know where to start with this. Did you ever use body wash or shampoo? Listen, I don't use body wash, and really, you, truthfully, you I don't won't. use shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> I wash my I hair maybe to, once the, a month. The one thing that I got out of this, Aubrey Grover, is that you and your husband are very white. clean. Both of you are white. <laughs> and, and because this is such Why? a ever what do you mean? Every first, well, every black person that I know has a specific hair wash and a specific body wash. Probably has a like specific like yeah. But the husband's saying that he you moisturizer that they use on their body yeah, and a specific moisturizer they be, use on their just hair. because they didn't so say it's lotion. Like they're Jace, the husband could you be, can't tell me you didn't get that out of that question. That question itself is a white person question. I mean, she's clearly white. <laughs> There's no question about that. If she's washing her body with shampoo. She's white, 1,000%. If you want to be honest with yourself, you really don't need shampoo or body wash to wash your body because soap is not necessary. Um, <laughs> everybody knows, just go in there and rinse off. Listen, your your husband sounds like a very high-maintenance individual if he's getting on you about using shampoo. I haven't used soap on my arms, legs, feet in years. And I'm as healthy as an ox. <laughs> the only things I soap on a routine basis are the hot spots. <laughs> Let's hear them. That's it. Well, everybody knows what they are. You know what the hot spots are. Let's hear them. It's it's the stuff. It's it's the back end, the front end, <laughs> the and the armpits. That's oh, it. Nice. That's it. Yeah. That's the only thing you need to put soap on because that's the only thing that's really that dirty on most people on a daily basis. Unless you're out rolling around doing construction work or living on a farm, I got news for you. Whatever cubicle you crawled out of, you didn't get that dirty. So just take a hot shower. You'll be just fine. 
Hopefully they're not divorced after this, you know? Hey, maybe I just alleviated the whole issue because she found out that there's men way more disgusting and irrational than her husband. <laughs> From Jake Evans. Hey, Hello, Jake. I was recently on my honeymoon in Hawaii listening to one of my playlists and Jason's Christmas Baby Please Come Home song came on. That is Admittedly, so cool. it was a great vibe, even when it's 80 degrees and sunny and uh, summertime. So my question is, is it acceptable to listen to holiday music when it's not holiday season? Is that weird? No, I would say, no, that's not weird uh, because we do it. Yeah. And uh, there's there's some there's a I don't know what it is outside of Christmas that, you know, I mean, just when you listen to holiday music, Christmas holiday music, you know, I mean, it just makes you freaking happy, man. I guess we can thank Just Dad for jingles. that. One. Except for when it's after Christmas, if like right after Christmas, yeah, if you you're stop. still listening to fucking Christmas music on the 26th or in January, that's where I draw the fucking line. I, I, I would love to hear what your fiance thought about you listening to the song on your honeymoon, but um, I guess your newly new wife. I feel like if you're listening to it on your own, who am I to yuck somebody else's yum? You know what I mean? To each their own and if you get joy out of it then nah it ain't weird and keep doing your thing brother if you make a playlist for like a party and you put some christmas music on out of nowhere that's a little weird a little weird but if it's one of uh it's really not jason's christmas baby please come home it's really jordan Mulata's christmas baby please come home uh but yeah if it's one from that album uh please play it for all your friends and family all right now Moving on to Sherry Milano. Shout out to Sherry, Jason, and Travis. Tell us what it was like playing football games during the pandemic with no fans in the stadium, traveling, wow. etc. Uh, the cardboard cutouts were dumb as fuck. Go birds! They were dumb. They were dumb. <laughs> I don't, we didn't. I didn't see any car. Oh, I did see cardboard cutouts. At they were there. The Super Bowl. They were the, you guys went to the Super Bowl that year? Oh my gosh! Yeah, dude, we uh we got scraped. that was not the fun one. We got scraped. that's right because I remember it was a whole hassle trying to get to Tampa Bay to go watch that one. I uh was not a fan at all. I mean, play turns out not playing uh in front of fans is pretty uh, miserable and takes away from the excitement. I'll never forget the first game against Washington. Big play happened, and I'm like, is there a flag or something? Why is it so quiet? And that was when it dawned on me, like, just how different the atmosphere was going to be for the season. There was absolutely no home field advantage uh, at any stadium. So, I mean, it it wasn't great. I'm going to say speak for yourself. I think uh, the Chiefs always had people at their stadium. Yeah. I was about what? to say, we, uh, didn't, I didn't have a terrible year, just had a terrible last year. You guys game. had people at your stadium all year round? Yeah, we uh, we started off with 20%, and then when I think it got up to like 60% of the stadium filled, but uh, there's absolutely nothing better than, you know what I mean, uh, absolute packed house in the yeah. National Football League. There's sure. nothing better than just a crazy atmosphere and a crazy game and the fans going freaking nuts. Mm. But I did kind of appreciate some of the games where I didn't play with fans because I was out there. You could hear everything from on the sidelines to in the game, full communication. I was out there flanking at my finest. Ooh. And um, I used to talk shit to the entire sideline. Like I could they I knew they could hear me. 
You know what I mean? Like usually like when I'm talking shit, I know it's just like the guys around me. Mm-hmm. I remember making a few plays and screaming at the entire sideline and knowing that they heard me. And I kind of enjoyed that. The one thing that COVID did do good was that it, I don't know, it just brought like about a lot of like changes because of the way the season went. Like the off season now is shorter. Training camp is is different. Preseason games are treated different because we didn't have any preseason games. So now less and less people playing them. Yeah. Unless, so I, I just feel like a lot of things came out of the COVID season that caused the NFL to kind of question norms that have been held for a long time. And I think the NFL is better in some regards as a result of that. Yeah. And certainly for the players. So it's not all negative, but certainly playing games in the COVID uh, year was, was not the most fun. Yeah. So no, I hear you. Please keep sending your no dumb questions to us. Thank you uh, to our friends at Accelerator for sponsoring this segment. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All righty, on to our next segment, Out of the House. Um, yeah, this might be... Uh, out of the house. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's my out favorite. Out of the so house. Let's get to my no, least dude, favorite this segment. is your favorite. This is your Let's favorite. Let's get to my least favorite segment, Out of the House. I know they put that in there. Come on. Just screw with me. Our producers are trying to have fun with Come Jason. On. <laughs> All right, Out of the House is brought to you by our friends at Pepperoni. That's P-U. P-P-E-R-O-N-I dot com. It's great to leave the house, but when you return home, be your best friend's best friend and bring them some pepperoni. I would show you some, but my dog ate the entire bag because I left it on the counter after the show last week, so I got nothing here. Um, <laughs> all right. By the time this airs, Travis, you will be in Nashville at Tight End U. Nas Vegas. That's T-E-U is what it, I see it abbreviated as quite frequently. Uh, for everyone that doesn't know, what is Tight End University? Tight End University is a seminar. It is a, almost like a conference so it's for not all a the professional tight ends. Sounds like false advertising to me. No. No, it's not because we're actually <laughs> teaching classes at Tight End U. And, Whoa. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll be Do up there grade, teaching the art. participants? No. No. Like, does somebody run around and you're like, eh, B minus? No. In my head, I'll give him like you guys satisfactory, you know, I won't give him the A through F, but I'll give him like the, you know, he was, he was satisfactory. Saying. He was. It would be really dope if guys left tight end you with a GPA. Route running, blocking. No way, dude. Dude, I think we need to add this to tight end you. Get George I would love to phone. get George's blocking grade on me though i would love to hear that does tight end you have uh, i'm just gonna ask him i'm just gonna ask him huh does tight end you have houses like hogwarts no what the fuck there's not the travis house no in the the george house no let me get back to what the travis Travis fucking mockery of it what would the travis house attributes be sneaky i don't know flanky 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 Uh, is sneaky right naughty no, <laughs> I see where you're going. Now we know where Wyatt's getting this shit from. <laughs> Fucking guy. 
fucking just planted in my niece's head that I'm a sneaky, naughty, no. Son of a Your punk. niece loves you. Oh yes. my gosh. Um, no. So tight in you, me. Uh, well, not me. I would say George Kittle, Greg Olson, and myself all kind of came together one off season. Um, I can't take credit for this idea. I'm pretty sure George and Greg Olson came up with it, and uh, I was fortunate enough to be brought in as a as an extra tight end who you know wanted to be a part of tight end you i think it's such a unique um opportunity to bring all the tight ends uh, throughout the league or as as at least as many as we can i know i think we got close to 80 of them uh 80 tight ends throughout wow. the league to sign up this year dallas um, goddard yeah dallas has been there the Man. past uh past two three years i think we've been doing it two three years but yeah it's it's a chance for all of us to kind of just be in the same room, talk about you know things that are going on in uh, in other buildings and other offenses, um, and everybody you know kind of bounces ideas off of each other to try and uh, just you know make the tight end position that much better, that much more well rounded, both in your offense as a professional, things that you could just you know nuggets of gold you can take with you to be a better uh, you know football player, professional on and off the field, man. Nice. I don't know why. I thought George and his dad were the ones that started this. I didn't know Greg was a part of so. So it's in. Oh yeah, no. Greg Olson was very much a part of this thing. I know George and his father Bruce Kittle. They their family it lives in Nashville. They are the ones that are really like kind of running the ship and making right. it everything that it is. And uh, I mean, hats off to both of them. Mm-hmm. And the entire family, the Kittle family is unbelievable for hosting everybody every single year and kind of putting uh, most of the time and effort into organizing everything. It's such a cool opportunity and a unique opportunity because it feels like you're at an all-star game. It feels like you're at a Pro Bowl because it's very seldom you get to get this many guys in your profession in one room from different teams. Sure. And, you know, it's just so cool to hear everybody's stories about what they've been through, kind of how their coaches teach them uh, certain routes or certain blocking schemes and you get to just bounce ideas off of off of each other and you know i think it's it's helped my game out a lot just hearing from guys i think it's helped you know everybody understand kind of how the tight end position has gotten to where it is now because we bring guys that uh that haven't been or that have been in the league for forever uh like a mercedes lewis bringing guys like dallas clark to come in and talk football um, and you see kind of like the evolution of the game uh, through all the speakers and uh, through everybody that's just around the uh, the tight end you uh, weekend we have there. Yeah. You said there's over 80 tight ends in- invited? Yes. 80, 80 tight ends. And then, yeah, if you wanted to bring a girlfriend or a spouse, um, Claire Kittle kind of takes the lead on that and making sure um no i'm not sure i think they just have fun i think the the ladies just have a good time i'm not sure if they're doing anything like tight end specific or football specific i think it's just you know an opportunity for in the off season to be able to go to nashville enjoy a good time uh and uh not leave the ladies out gotcha all right i was about to say that'd be pretty cool i'd watch that yeah like a little 101 you know, football one on one for the uh, the wives and girlfriends. That'd actually be pretty fun. We might need to we need to tie that in. Hey, just saying. I'll give you guys ideas all day. G- GPAs, ladies, uh, tight end you. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we initially got this from DN. The, the I'm pretty sure outside linebackers. I know Von Miller started to do something like this. I don't know if he, they're still doing it. I know uh, Taylor Lewan. Oh, yeah, a, a couple of old line O-line masterminds. Yeah, Lane Johnson has been does big on doing it. Lane Johnson. Yeah, a bunch of guys. We we started doing this because we you know we saw 
guys doing it across the league. And I think it's uh, it's huge for everybody to kind of bounce ideas off of each other, uh, especially when um, we all kind of feel like we're the most underpaid position in the league. Forgetting about centers. What uh, of those 80 guys that were invited, is Darnell Washington one of them? I'm not sure if Darnell will be there. Obviously, uh, national champion Darnell Washington of the yeah. uh, Flo- the Georgia Bulldogs. I was about to say Florida, Florida Bulldogs. Florida, That'd Georgia, crazy. Yeah, man, big dude, man, big dude. No, I um, I don't know if he's going to be there, but uh, if he is there, he probably won't be listening to me because yeah, iconically he doesn't that I'm think a wide receiver. Gonna, does not think you're one of the top <laughs> tight ends in the league. How about that? No, man, no, man. I got to put my fucking hand in the ground. God damn it. <laughs> Tell you what, Darnell, if I'm not a tight end, I sure don't want to. I sure want to get paid like a wide receiver then. <laughs> yeah. Well, why Fuck. do they keep me paying me like a tight God end? Damn it. I don't fucking get it. <laughs> Which no, other man. tight ends are you excited to see this year? Uh, you know what? We got the real Rob Gronkowski coming in. Oh, Rob's do- Gronk's Dude, doing I it. I cannot wait to hear him talk ball, man. I, yeah. I love. I I love just hearing Rob talk about anything. Sure. But yeah. Rob talking football is going to be the fucking greatest moment of my life. Dude, when he was on our podcast, guy, I was he was on it. I loved dude, it. Dude. He is notorious for saying that he doesn't watch a lick of film. <laughs> that dude just goes out there and fucking balls. That's what he says. He doesn't watch any film. Dude, he said he he was like I remember he was in an interview. He said, "No, I never watch film." I don't watch. I just go out there and do what I'm told. Hey, whatever works, dude. I gotta. How are you doing this? <laughs> if, I don't, if I don't watch the film, man, fuck. I don't feel like I have upper hand. So yeah, Rob Gronkowski's gonna be there, man, and I'm pumped about it. I'm pumped to listen to what he has to say. Will you guys have? Will one of the events be best tight end at tight end? You, but it's not in relation to his football playing abilities. It's just who has the best tight end. I'm not answering that dumbass fucking question. <laughs> fucking guy. Will you have baby Gronk there? Yes, I'll be there. Oh, my God. Are we still what? talking about this guy? No, no, you missed a joke. All right. No, um, I, uh, yeah, I, I understand your joke. I just can't. As much as baby Gronk won't be there, fake Gronk. Hey, we'll be giving a seminar. There's going to be real Gronk, fake Gronk, real Gronk, fake Gronk. But baby and Gronk is not going to be there because baby Gronk doesn't exist. It's a made up thing by his father to get clicks on the Internet and exploit his son. So yeah, he was not invited. Whole fiasco. Shout out to Bustin' with the boys for bringing that weirdo. <laughs> All right, let's get to some bold topics. And shout out to everybody that's going to be a tight end. You, I can't fucking wait. It is <laughs> as much a party as it is anybody learning anything. It's just uh, for me, it's an excuse to get around the guys and have a fantastic time mm. drinking some brews and just talking to memories, man. Do you guys invite fullbacks? Like, does Kyle Juszczyk get invited? Um, fullbacks are honorary tight ends so right. they debt well, there's definitely been a few guys that have uh that have stepped in like that h-back role because i feel like that's like more and more coming into the nfl dude that, i like, could probably get juice to freaking give a seminar on on how to just be a fucking football player man like guys yeah you know what i mean i'm in i'll, I'll yeah. go if i can listen to him talk right no, but we uh we do have a few quarterbacks because i mean you can't run routes without somebody throwing you the football so we got a Who few quarterbacks? quarterbacks who's coming um 
going on? I think on? it's supposed to be a surprise. Cool. I, think, I don't know. So shout out to tight end you, baby. Tom it's Brady's coming? It's always a fucking blast. <laughs> Tom Brady's throwing a tight end you? Dude, yeah. It's crazy, Jesus, man. Make sure you check it out, guys. So yeah, tight end you is going to be a fucking blast, and I can't wait. And I can't wait to tell you guys everything that I learned. All right, now, let's move hey. on to some bold topics to wrap up this week in the NFL offseason. Jason. Yeah? The Kelly Green jerseys are back. Oh. That's right. The Eagles Kelly Green jersey was leaked. How about that? Yeah. The old uh, Randall Cunningham jersey, a.k.a. Mm. those old Kelly Greens. Reggie White action. Ooh. little uh, Carmichael. Was he another Kelly Green jersey guy? Man, I think so. He is now. We've known that the Eagles uh, will finally be bringing back the Kelly Green throwbacks, uh, although the team hasn't yet officially unveiled the throwbacks. A leaked photo has now provided our first look at the throwback jersey, and that is a throwback jersey. Okay, this is breaking news. And um, Bold topic. Other teams wearing uh, some throwbacks. Seattle brought back their light blue jersey. Didn't know they had a light blue jersey. Uh, Tampa brings back the creamsicle jersey. I'm not going to lie. I'm in on those. Those are sweet, man. And the Titans wearing the Oilers colors again. Sweet jerseys. Sweet jerseys, but I feel like you can't. That's from when they were in Houston. You can't bring back something that was in a different city just because it's like the same team. Like now Houston has its own thing. I don't know. I feel like that's weird. All right. That'd be like if the Ravens all of a sudden wore like Browns throwbacks. No. Yeah. That's exactly what that would be like. What are you talking about? No, because I think, call me dumb, but I think they were. The Tennessee Oilers for <laughs> one year. If they were the Tennessee Oilers, it was only for one year. And I don't even know if that's. But the if case. they were for one year, they went to Titans almost immediately. They might have went there immediately. I don't know that much trivia, but I know that they weren't the Oilers for like a substantial period. They have no. They were never the Tennessee Oilers. I'm yeah, they, they have no business wearing those colors. They kind of do. No, they don't. You're right. They don't. If I was Houston, I would revolt. It's not right. It's not right. Do you like the the Kelly Green jerseys, Jason? I'm in, dude. I've best, never gotten a chance to wear them in the league. You've never gotten. Oh, you were probably banged up or something. No, this is the so since I've been in the league, you've only been allowed to have one helmet, and that's why we've never worn these jerseys because the, that's the only reason we're starting to wear these is now oh. the league said you can have two different colored helmets. So last year we had a black helmet for the first time. This year we're going to have the Kelly Green. Uh, I don't know if it's like white or gray or whatever with the eagle wing. Dude, that that helmet is sweet. It's gonna be dope. Yeah, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna probably steal that from you. I mean, I'm only gonna get a couple, so please don't. No, I'm excited. I've never been able to wear them. I've always wanted to wear them. I think they're one of the dopest jerseys around. There's something about that Kelly Green man. That thing. That that jersey's sweet. Throwbacks or color rush jerseys? Color rush is fucking terrible. I hate color rush. Okay. I'll I'll do throwbacks all day. Got it. Yep, I'm with you on the throwbacks. All righty, next bold topic. We got Chiefs beef. Earlier yeah. this week, Bengals receiver Jamar Chase uh, told reporters Pat who, in reference to Bengals quarterback Joe Burrow, conceding that Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. Well, I guess Pat didn't like that very much because this yeah, week. I mean, this- <laughs> man, I thought it was a little bold, you know? So the <laughs> yeah. guy's a two time. League MVP, two-time mm-hmm. Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. To say Pat who is like, 
A little disrespectful. Pat didn't like it. Mahomes tweeted a photo of himself at the Chiefs ring ceremony. Glad you guys had fun doing that. Wearing his two Super Bowl rings with the declaration, that's who. Pat who? That's who. And he tweeted out this photo. Uh, You're in it with your lovely. What kind of suit is that called that you were wearing? That is a, uh, it's a fear of God suit. You like those ones, huh? I'm not into it, but it it was different. So I wanted to ask what it was. I know you're a big. I know loose is in now, right? Tight was in. Now loose is in. I I'll tell you what. I love those suits. I like the I fear of God hoodie. That fear of God hoodie. Whether you got it's me? in with it, whether it's in or out, I love those suits, man. Those suits. Jerry Lorenzo has got it figured out. Has they have they been around for like a long time? I mean, I he's like, been making suits. I feel like for the past like three years, I think he's been making suits. And I've grabbed a few of them, maybe five. I could be wrong. He could have been making suits this entire time. But when he was with Nike, I loved him. Uh, I feel like it reminds me of something. Actually. And I've always appreciated his uh, his designer brand, Fear God. Yeah. No, the uh, the sweaters and the sweatshirts. If you guys haven't gotten these sweaters or sweatshirts or sweatpants that Fear God makes, go ahead and enjoy spending um, a lot of money on it because they're the comfiest things in the world. That hoodie is unreal. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And then shout out to uh, shout out to Pat for holding it down. I mean, I, who doesn't love a good locker room banter? You know, yeah. Everybody just you know putting a little trash throwing, talk. Yeah, throwing a little bulletin board material up there. Um, Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark, uh, you know. Yeah. Style. Throw it in the face. Can't see. Can't see it. I just wish it would have devolved to who. Mahomes, who Mahomes, who like, Mahomes. I see where you're going with that. I don't know if that plays here because nobody's name is Mike, and that's the reference you're going Ma- to. Mike Jones. Who Mahomes? It's two syllables. Start nope. with the M. Nope. Goes to a Not o, letting you go there. Like Jones, Mahomes. Who Mahomes? I just want this to be chanted in Chiefs teams. Like, who Mahomes? Who Mahomes? How cool was it that our head coach of our high school team, when that song came out, was Mike was Jones? Mike Jones. That was the coolest thing in the world. I think that's why it's still in my head. What's your favorite Mike Jones quote? Favorite Mike Jones quote? I have no idea. Come on, son. Got oh, you're talking about Coach Jones. Coach You're talking Mike about Jones. Coach Mike Jones. What's Coach Jones? What's Coach Jones? His best line, man. Uh, man, I gotta think about this one, dude. It's an acronym. Hit me with it. GDI. Goddamn individual. <laughs> motherfucking GDI, son. Yeah, motherfucking GDI. I just like they always he call might kids. You always call guys but... cats. Hey, that's some some cool. That's some cool cats over there, right there. Yeah, like, uh, he just. <laughs> He talked like he was straight out of a jazz club from like the 1970s. <laughs> With a name like Mike Jones, what do you expect? <laughs> Shout out to Coach Jones, man. Love you, brother. Yeah, man. It is what it is, dog. Who doesn't love some good locker room banter, man? Shout out to Jamar Chase for, you know, holding it down for his QB, but <laughs> don't you ever disrespect Pat Mahomes now. If you want to talk your shit, talk your shit, pimp. Just better back it up. My, my defer rule is pro talking shit. Yeah, no, I'm with you, Jason. I'm pro talking shit. Hey, yo. If you didn't know. You know? <laughs> All right.
righty, we need to take a brief time out to let you know this episode is brought to you by Pup Peroni, mm-hmm. the original beef-flavored dog treats made for your most valuable pup. And while your dog can't experience the thrill of throwing out the first pitch, <laughs> throwing that strike is a thrilling right. experience. You can inject that same excitement into their life by feeding them the irresistible Pup Peroni treats. hey So bring more to the table than just belly rubs and be your best friend's best friend all season long with the real meat taste of Pupperoni original beef flavor snacks. To learn more, go to Pupperoni.com. That's P-U-P-P-E-R-O-N-I dot com. There it is. Moving on to Barkley threatens to sit out a year. Saquon Barkley, absolute dog. Uh, And the Giants have... uh, until July 17th to come to a long-term contract or the running back will play 2023 under the $10.1 million franchise tag, which he has not or signed yet, he? which he has not signed yet and was not at uh, rookie or I mean, uh, mandatory minicamp. Barkley told reporters Sunday that sitting out the year is an option he'd consider, man, the New York football giants without that guy. Ouch. Barkley said he's been frustrated by untruthful and misleading reports leaked about his ongoing contract negotiations with the front office aimed at making him look like I'm greedy. I think that guy is one of the best players in the National Football League. And, pretty good. Um, yeah, I think he's worth more than $10.1 million this year. Uh, so I get what he, where he's coming from, and I think it's a little unfair for uh, people to say that he's greedy trying to get you know, a contract to show what he's worth on the right. football field. So it makes sense for him to keep risking his livelihood. Uh, should a player ever sit out in your mind, Jason? I think um, very rare instances does it make sense to sit a full year out. I do not think it makes sense to sit out when you're talking about $10.2 million. But I understand that this is about more than just the money. Like, obviously, things have gotten to a point where Saquon feels like he's disrespected which you never want to get to in a environment like this where you're supposed to be a team, you're supposed to be like a family. Um, that's a hard one to then go into work when you feel like people don't respect you or value you. Yeah, um, fuck that. But, you know, he is going to make $10.21 million, essentially. I, I just find it hard to believe that by sitting out a year, he's going to make that much more per year to, like, warrant making nothing this year. You know what I mean? Like no, I, just I know don't, exactly what you mean. I think that's where the team, unfortunately, has leverage. And, I mean, the last guy I can remember sitting out was Le'Veon Bell, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's gone on record as saying that he regrets that decision. Yeah. He eventually got the, the guaranteed money in the contract that he wanted. He just got it after sitting out a year and missing that but amount of money. you miss a full year. Sure, yeah. You just miss that's what, making like, that much money that year. And you miss a year, your career, the running back position is uh it's a shorter you know yeah it's a shorter uh in terms of longevity and uh average career it is a very taxing position so i understand that he wants to get you know the money that he's worth right now but i hear you man miss sitting out over 10.1 million dollars that's uh i'm definitely playing i I mean i think that's what i make this year anyway so i'm trying to find this because his cash number this year, he's making pretty much top of the running back market with cash. I mean, that's the way that well, that's the, the franchise signing, tag. That's the yeah. tag works. It's the average of the top five, yeah, 
uh, cash hit, hits for that year, right? Or is it cap yeah. hits? I don't know how that works. Yeah, I'm not sure. Because there's a difference in, in cap hit and cash that guys earn. Either way, I mean, I get that he's going out there and risking injury, but in order to sit out, I feel like the guys that it makes the most sense for to sit out are guys that are on rookie contracts and their last year is like a significant drop off from where their value is, right? Where it's like lower than 50% of what you would make on the market. That's when you're starting to get into like, hey, it might not make sense to go out there and risk getting hurt because you're going to make two, three times this if you just wait a year. And that's where you kind of have the leverage with the teams because the teams know that, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't make sense for you to play in the number that you're being asked to play at. Right. But in this situation, I don't really see that. But again, this is clearly like you said, it's, to more it's, than just about money. Exactly. Right. Like you said, it, there's there's more to this than just the money. What is it like for other players when a teammate is publicly going through contract negotiations? You know, I know that publicly it gets uh, like fans sometimes Bad get rap. mad at players or yeah. like 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 franchises. They'll get mad at the team it seems for not doing real stuff. Hostile. Yeah. It feels like as a as a player that has been on teams or players have been going through that. I just want my guy to get what's business best for him. Business. Like yeah, I exactly. really do not think it's personal at all. I don't think that a guy's a bad guy, not one bit at the end of the day, you want the best thing for your, your teammates. You want the best thing for your team. You always want it to be a win-win situation for everybody. And um, as a player, I try not to even get involved with any of it. And I'm always rooting for my guys and my, my teammates to, to, to get paid. I mean, you you always want to see that happen. Yeah. So I, it never devolves into anything. I don't think of any player going through this stuff, not one way. I'm like, you know what? He's just doing what one, him and his agent think is best. And he's trying to utilize leverage to make money while he has a short window to do that in his NFL playing career. Yeah. So I'm always pretty much on the side of the player. Not all. I mean, sometimes it's weird situations, but for the most part, I de- I'm definitely on the side of the player usually, and I'm almost always at no level do I think twice about the guy or any type of personal um, never, never uh, deals about it. Well, Saquon, I hope you get every freaking dollar you're worth, brother, um, and I hope that everything <laughs> starts to become very you know truthful and uh, and uh, just a better um, atmosphere over there for you, man. All righty, next bold topic: we got Jordan Love's Father's Day message. Man, uh, so yeah, a little bit of a debacle here. Jordan Love era is off to a weird start. The new Packers quarterback put this video out. Happy Father's Day to uh, all the Bears fans out there. Go Pack Go. So in an epic failure, uh, he calls the Chicago Bears his father as a Packer. Yeah. He has since tried to clarify that he was doing a favor for a uh, French Bears fan. Is it a bad sign when your quarterback can't talk shit properly? What was it? Last year, Aaron Rodgers told the entire Bears organization that he was their daddy. That's good shit talk, though. Yeah. He's saying, I'm your daddy. I think he was just telling all the Bears fans that have kids happy father's day no he think he was just telling bears fans happy father's day no he wasn't travis the media took it as oh the bears are yo daddy saying a good sign dude if you can't even get the 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 father son relationship and shit talking properly right how is this guy gonna read a defense listen i just you can't leave any question out there i'll get i'll give you that 
he did not word this properly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there's no way he was telling Bears fans that there's daddy. He's going to be out there scoring touchdowns. Yeah, daddy. That's what you get. <laughs> daddy, chill. <laughs> Man, shout out. <laughs> Green Bay's looking good in Green Bay this year. <laughs> Dude, I'm playing Lambo. I can't even get into this. Oh, my Lord. Shout out to Jordan Love. Man, big shout out to Jay Love, man. Do yeah. your thing, dog. Don't let the haters stop you, dog. Gotta have fun. Gotta have fun. Orca Wars. This is allegedly a sports show, but this headline we just could not avoid. Yeah, we got to touch on the real world events. And this week we're touching on the Orca Wars. And we're not talking about the Whale Wars that's on Nat Geo or whatever channel that fucking Uh airs on. We're talking on June 10th, 2023, a pod. I don't even know. Is is an Orca collection called a pod? Let's go with it. A pod of about 30 Orcas was spotted gathering in Monterey Bay, California, a location where orcas are not usually present. Dun, dun, dun. On the other side of the United States, that same day, four orcas were spotted in the waters off Massachusetts. Another unusual sighting. They're attacking the Americans. This is kind of like, I feel like I'm reading a UFO headline right now. Fuck unusual the sighting. The Russians have been fucking teaching the orcas. Dude, what if Russians were bugging orcas and they were just sending them off to Massachusetts and Monterey Bay? Damn. On June 13th, Twitter a user at Criminal Union FCW pointed out that the orcas seen off New England appeared to be with dolphins and other marine mammals, suggesting cross-species solidarity. Man, these guys are ganging up now. They're starting to team up. They're teaming up? Scientists believe that white Gladys, a member of a highly endangered species, was attacked by an illegal fishing ship at some point in 2020. The orca whale fought back, and since then, the other orca whales have imitated her. Over 100 attacks on ships have been reported since 2020, with three of them sinking. Orca whales have been sinking ships? Come on, man. Shit's been going on for years, man. I ain't trying to hear this whole, oh, orca whales only attack in the captivity. No. They're just, the killer fucking whale. That's okay? What, this is what they fucking do. We need to stop calling them orcas. They're killer whales. They're killer whales. We call this them orcas. What they do. To they be, fuck shit up. They call them orcas in Blackfish, the documentary, where you try and make them seem like they're this like defenseless, qu- sweet, cuddly shamu. No. They're killer thing, whales. They kill everything in the ocean. Yeah. That's what they do. That's why they're the killer whale. They'll kill humans, too. And they knock they, over boats. They're so strong they can sink boats. Wh- Listen, I was pro-orca after Blackfish. I was I was all on Team Orca. Made, I was made pro humans Orca look really after bad. I went to SeaWorld when I was fucking 10. That's a good point. I've been pro Orca for a long time. Who doesn't want to see the fucking killer whale? Listen, if you're going to start something, we're going to start bringing out everything we got, Orcas. You don't want to get in this. You don't, <laughs> don't want to get fuck. into this fisticuffs. You don't want to fuck with. I don't care listen. how many dolphins or other marine animals you bring to the fight. Mm-mm. You ain't Unless fucking. You bring that giant squid in. You ain't messing with a nuclear submarine. Y'all better get in line. <laughs> know your role, orcas. Killer whales. Before you get killed. Ooh. Uh. We like ain't no that ass. We ain't killers, but don't push us. Make your flippers uh. turn over sideways. Uh. There have been over 300 people lost at sea 
in like the last year. So I'm going to say that orcas are finally eating people and that well there's been nothing reported to suggest that i just want to point that out of course there isn't because they get eaten they can't they only no they we only see what the people that are writing want us to see nobody Mm. wants to hear that people are getting ate by these orcas they just want to hear i don't know i'm fucking i'm not a conspiracist i don't fucking know how to tie these (laughs) things together we got to get robert kennedy to, to figure this one out for us to tie all the dots together man i wish i knew that was <laughs> we need to get freaking sherlock holmes in this bitch sherlock holmes to tie these dots together we can't he was eaten by a killer whale <laughs> <laughs> they got sherlock Fuck. now we're stuck with fucking basil we'll never fucking find him damn it orca wars um, usually pro orca, but if they're gonna start some shit, it's gonna be some shit. So. I miss the free willy orcas, man. Whatever man. happened to those orcas? Well, they're, they're oh, still wait, out there. They never existed. They're killer whales. Are <laughs> <laughs> you kidding me? <laughs> That's <is> funny. <laughs> All righty, that's officially the end of the show. Officially. Here- Happy to let you guys out of here. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the New Heights channel on YouTube so you know when all the new episodes are coming out. Reminder, Beer Bowl submissions are officially closed. We'll be getting in touch with all of our winners this week. Thank you again for everyone who sent us videos and applied. I'm sorry. It is a limited amount of uh, contestants we can have in the OD. It's only so big. We're limiting that to 16 teams. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, New Heights is presented by Wade Sports Entertainment and still brought to you by our friends at Fireball. Fireball. <laughs> pound for pound. Undisputed best shot in America. Follow the show on all social media platforms at New Heights Show with one S for fun clips throughout the week. And thanks to our production. You guys are working your asses off. And we're giving you nothing to fucking use. And thank you to the 92 percenters. We love you guys. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.